59 for fuck's sake we finally are recording this <laughs> oh my god i knew you'd get mad i knew as soon as we started the episode i knew you were gonna get mad oh. um let me let me tell you all a story tyler can i can i can i tell a quick story yeah let me tell you all the story about the shit week i've had <laughs> <laughs> so this fucking yeah. week has been rough man this week has been rough and um Wednesdays are my time. Tyler is a friend like no other for me, and doing this podcast is an experience like you know no other for me. So I know on Wednesdays when we record, I get to vent to my friend, my brother, my 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 partner confidant. in crime, my confidant. I know I get to vent to Mister Tyler because Tyler is a fucking straight shooter and will tell me just like it is. So. Mm. There was that frustration I had and that shit week I had and I saw a dead person on fucking Monday on the sidewalk and I just had so much shit going on this week and I was like, Wednesday's going to come. I'm going to get to talk to Tyler and vent and we're going to have a a freestyle episode part two for you guys because, you know, 58 was our freestyle. And yeah, so fast forward to Wednesday and... (laughs) Tyler sends the invite. We start talking and I'm like, dude, I'm two or three seconds behind you. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, two, three seconds later, Tyler's like, dude, you're two, three seconds behind me. So we kept trying to record and we recorded once, twice, three times. Tyler's had me restart my computer, restart my router, restart my, my modem, my Wi-Fi, unplug this, do that. And he's just like, dude, I'm sorry to say, I think this is a bust. People deserve better than this. It sounds like shit. Let's try again. We, tomorrow. we could not have had a proper conversation. It would have been too like it, it would you would have been in, in a, like a schizophrenic's head. Is yeah, how we were going. It's just it, it, it was so all over the place. Totally, totally was like that, and I was <clears throat> and I was so looking forward to it. But you know what? Chugging right along. Fuck Wednesday. It's behind us. We tried to record yeah. that episode, and I yeah. I had to go onto Zencaster and delete because we had episode fifty nine one, episode fifty nine two. <laughs> Episode 59, real, okay, one of them this, was said. Yeah, this time for real. And I'm like, man, this list is like half of this, the episodes we have recorded, they're all on there. And the last well, eight of them are episode 59. So well, clean start. Eric, you know, but in all of your anger. Yes. Guess, I, I'm sure it's going to come back because you know what it's time to do is. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's time to talk about it. I know you, I know you're hot about it. Let's talk about it, Tyler. Let's, you know what? Let's get right into it because that was my that was my Saturday morning. Um, mm-hmm. Isla was asleep. Isla will not watch that movie with me. She saw the last Halloween with me and Tyler in movie theater, and the entire time I had her head buried in my shoulder, which killed my shoulder. But okay. Oh, she was angry at the end of that movie. You yeah, never we, told me it was this. <laughs> that when it was we gonna were, be like it's, we went to go see Halloween. What were you expecting? Yeah, I don't. She's not familiar with the with the saga. So I remember when we left, she's like. What the fuck was that? And I'm like, you know, me and Tyler were hyped up because that one was really good, but uh, she she was not happy. So, <laughs> Halloween kills. Wait, did you um, go to a theater? Or did you watch it on Peacock? I watched it on Peacock. I okay. did did my best to get a free trial. They weren't having it. I I even tried to use a new email. They were not having it. I paid four ninety nine. Fuck it. Let's just do it. Well, it's still. I mean, it's a deal it's, compared. It's, totally a deal because in the movie theater you kept pausing and go pee and without missing anything and you know it, right. was, it was it was awesome saturday morning i woke up a little bit early i did it by myself i'm like all right let's let's take care of this um halloween <laughs> kills it has you know what i like tyler i like that it has the feel of a halloween movie i like that 
there's like a I don't know you're you're Mr. Media you'll understand this there's a warmth to the way they film mm. I don't know if it's the colors or what it is there's like a yeah. warmth to it does that make sense it definitely doesn't have that movies don't have this a lot anymore this was like a 2000s kind of thing where it was like everything was washed out on purpose and I don't know why but yeah. this movie is very I mean even though a lot of it's at night there's a lot of rich color to it I get what you mean yeah, it's not it's not that clean like it doesn't look right. HD almost, you know what I mean? Right. Yes, exactly. I mean, especially when uh, in the 78 flashbacks that they that they newly shot. I mean, it looks it looks like the old movie. Yeah, I, and I, it, it was crazy. I really like that. I really like that. So definitely before we get too into it, spoiler alert for anyone that hasn't yet oh, seen we're it. Going we're going full into this. Yeah. We're in fucking November. If you haven't seen Halloween Kills by now, what the hell? Um, fuck. Go on. Tyler, I just, on. I just, I wanted it to be better than it was. Um, mm. so where did we leave off in Halloween? Um, what was the last one called? 2018. Just Halloween 2018. Yeah. yeah. We're left off. Uh, Lori, her daughter and granddaughter trapped Michael in a burning basement of this building. Um, mm-hmm. Lori's house. In Lori's house, they they won. They booby trapped it. They won. He was on fire. She's like, "Bye, Michael," and and they won. Yeah, they home alone him. They they home alone the fuck out of him. So we're all like, "All right, cool. Now what?" Obviously, yeah. he's he's back, but how? Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was very very unceremonious. The the firefighters just came and just you know they're like, "Oh, someone's here," and and it, I mean the kills are awesome. Um, oh my god, they're bloody as hell. I mean the it's... kills. Yeah, the kills in this one are maybe gorier than than previous movies, and I think they, I think they, they had rival to. Halloween Six, which was the I think the most brutal of the murders. But yeah, this they went all out this time. He's fucking nuts. Yeah, technology's come a long way, and now people are getting pickaxe through the mask, and you're seeing it from the POV, from the point of view of inside the mask. Um, yeah, which which was cool to see, but it's 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 the immortality that they gave him mixed with aging him as a person. Yeah, it's starting to get old on me. Yeah, the aging thing is always a fun thing to think about because it's like the, there's no way this. I think he's God. What is he? Fifty. He's born in fifty-seven. The character. So what does that make him? Sixty. See, it would be twenty eighteen. So sixty-one. Yeah. Six, yeah. Yeah. I was doing. Yeah, because we're still in twenty eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's interesting seeing an almost senior citizen do the things he does. And so then the question, you have to circle back to the question, is it supernatural? Which I know that they don't want him to be in this timeline. So it's kind of, it's odd. I mean, but the movie, the movie, it's, it's almost, and I don't want to say it because it's a Halloween movie. I love the franchise. I love the series. I was looking very, very forward to this movie. It's almost forgettable. This movie. The problem, it, yes, it's the the also the big problem with this is that it's not a it's it, it, the movie doesn't have a third act. There's no ending to this movie. It's not yeah. a complete film. That's people the, hate that's that. the big big thing. Yeah, which I that was when I saw it, I immediately thought of you like, oh god, Eric's gonna hate this because I know so, you like closure. I like closure. I, I I was very happy in the end of Halloween 2018. I was like, okay, they're bringing him back. I understand. How is it gonna be though? And that he came out completely unscathed. I mean, there was a mm. moment where you see that he has half his face charred. Um, I think, yeah. and you'll, you'll correct me if I'm wrong, this is the most of his exposed 
face that we've seen. Yeah, they they take the mask off uh, yeah. towards the end, and he's you know he's maskless for a few minutes, so it's interesting. But they did they did a good uh, they did a good job at, at at shooting in such an angle where you still can't really make out the the face, right? Um, and you, you know what? See- I there there's a moment I think when he's walking in shadows without the mask on. And I yeah. thought that was really creepy. And I'd be totally down for a good portion of a movie without that mask. Because it, yeah. it, it works. Yeah, it does work. And they made the mask in this movie. I mean, it's kind of always been an underlying theme. But um, towards the end of this movie, what happens is, you know, the town surrounds him. They they kind of tricked him into, they lured him into the street. Um, yeah. And there's just a beat down from hell, which was awesome to see. Yeah. Um. My problem with this is how short-lived it was. My problem with this is that he came up and like totally Jackie Chan out of the situation. He did, yeah. I, the rage I came in. Yeah. I didn't like that. I have, you know, he's supposed to be larger in life. You're supposed to be able to hit him in the head with a chair and he's, you know, takes the shot and stumbles a little bit. But he was never like throwing weird karate kicks and shit like that. And 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 there was a little bit too much of that for me. Mm. Um he he was shot, stabbed. He got, you know, stabbed multiple times. He was hit with all kinds of blunt objects. And this yeah. is another one of those things where it's like, can we one time finish it? Can we well, one time finish it? Now, supposedly the next one, which is the last one of this trilogy, is they're touting it as the end of uh, the Laurie Strode, Michael Myers thing. Now, I'm gonna. I'm taking that as Laurie's gonna die for a third yeah. time in this franchise. Yeah, and Michael will somehow come out unscathed. But it would be a bold move to kill off Michael completely and have Laurie survive. The way and then just start to... fresh again after that, like completely, you know, remake the fucking thing again. Listen, the way to do it where everyone's happy is is either he's sever severed headed, or again? they need to yeah. Yeah, but this time for real, not not the EMT. <laughs> and that'll make sense yeah. for people who have seen the franchise. Um, yeah, he needs to have his head cut off and and they maybe show him that his eyes are still moving or something like that. So they're like, oh, the fucker's still alive somehow. But whatever, we'll figure that out. They need to do yeah. either that and go in a completely different direction, which I don't think you would like uh, because he's not meant to be, you know, a Frankenstein. Or they need to somehow shoot him into space. Oh, no, that's too much of a... Oh God! Because you know someone's gonna try and make that movie. Wait, a whole movie with him in space? It's almost the logical thing to do because you can't kill him. He'll keep coming back. You need to get rid of this guy. He's been through the fire. He's been through the shooting. He's been through the stabbing. How do you kill this guy? But you know and what's funny is that uh, John Carpenter said the same thing: is that he would have to be shot into space. You and John Carpenter are on the same page. You see, great minds think alike. Yeah. Um, but I'm thinking, I'm thinking that's what they need to do. They need to get him in a capsule or something like that, shoot him off into space, and then somehow, you know, make a make a, a collaboration with uh, aliens and and Michael Myers. Oh uh, no! <laughs> oh no! Like then, there needs to be an oh. Avengers with the with the with the team, Tyler. There needs to be a, a Jason, a Freddy, a Michael Myers, a fucking oh. alien and predator Avengers. If all you know what when Disney eventually owns everything, we'll get that movie. It'll be a Hulu <laughs> original. Oh my yeah. god! But I mean, but, that I have to ask though, Doctor Loomis showed up. the The question 
I mean, but I'm, but again, even with that, I'm left with more questions than answers in this thing, especially in the very, very end, right? Um, when when uh, Lori's, I think it's grand, no, it's daughter, right? When Lori's when they, daughter is what? looking into the window. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was there like some gypsy woman in the window or was it him? I thought I saw a woman. Mm. I don't remember. I mean, if it was another woman, maybe it was the, um, you know, like they showed little Michael looking out the window at one point. Yeah. Uh, if I, you know, I didn't notice that, but if it was, I would assume maybe it was the reflection of uh, the original sister that got murdered in 63. I, I thought I saw a woman and then, you know, she goes up the stairs. She's like looking and then, you know, Michael offs her, but I thought it was a yeah. woman. I thought there was a woman there and I'm like, who is this woman though? There could be. I yeah. I have to go rewatch that moment again. Could very Re- well could be. Yeah. Yeah. Rewatch that. Let let me know, dude. Because I thought I saw a woman there. Um. That's that's the one thing I really did not like about. I you know what's funny about the whole movie is that window thing, uh, with Michael like looking out the window before he killed his sister and all that stuff. I for whatever reason that's the biggest thing I hated about this movie because. The whole, again, the whole thing with this kid is that this was such a random act of violence that he was not a weird kid at all. He was normal, which is yeah. what makes it scary. Then you throw this window thing in there that that's what he was doing for a while. And so now you're automatically you're changing it. You're, cha- you're retconning it and you're making the kid weird. Yeah. And I, I don't know why that out of everything that has pissed off everyone, including I guess the homosexual couple, the killing off of the uh, firefighters, all that. None of that shit bothered me except that window thing. <laughs> can we can we take a minute and talk about that homosexual couple and and them saying that? Did you? I'm um, I'm guessing you saw the headline that they're saying that uh, they made Michael homophobic. Did you see that? I did, and then they're trying to get him canceled. I, and- I don't understand it at all. They were, I, if anything, this movie was inclusive because there's never been a a, a, a gay couple. Correct. Yeah. And they so, were not, I didn't find them very cliched at all. I, I they enjoyed them a lot. I found them I, to be a, an actual couple. I did too. And they scared off the kids and they were like badass and all this stuff. And yeah. Michael killed them. Like he would have killed anyone. Like he does kill any, he's killed black, white, Asian, uh, yeah. male, female. He doesn't care. I no. don't understand where, where the magnifying glass on, on this gay couple came. And I actually appreciated that they did it. I thought the characters were interesting for the scenes that they were in. I, I don't, I don't know what I missed. Maybe I'm seeing it through a, a straight man lens, but I don't, but I don't you, see anything there. You have two people that are living in the childhood home of one of the most vicious mass murders of all time who has now totally come redem- home. Yeah. So they should just live I, I, because of their sexual orientation. I don't understand what the problem is here. Who was ever in that house is going to get it. Yeah. Um, I thought it was interesting that they totally redid the house. I thought that was interesting. I think maybe that may have been the cliche they were talking about. But in all honesty, we're talking 2018 for a move for a house that's you know been around since the what is it 70s 80s. I mean, yeah. I mean, God knows when the house. I mean, in the universe was actually built. I mean, so so naturally it was going to be redone. I'm not sure where yeah. the where the homophobic accusations are coming in. I'm not sure what I missed. I was watching intently i wasn't you know on my phone or anything i think it's i I think it's almost like oh uh you know a gay couple didn't have to be written into that scene 
I, but I, so what I, if they I, are? It's I, inclusive. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Then they could have said, it's "Oh, just... there were no gay people in this movie." Like, I, I mean, I mean, it's almost. And I'm sorry to say, and cancel me, whatever. It's like you're looking to be offended at this point. I don't, I don't get it. Like, I'm glad they were right. in there. They were killed because they were there. It's, it's. I didn't see where it was, you know. And obviously, Michael is a mute. He didn't go in there saying like words to them or anything. He killed them like he would have right. killed anyone that was in the house. Yeah. Black, yeah. white, and gay, straight, anyone that was in the house was getting killed. Michael Myers is coming home. And also, I know he, Michael, posed them, you know, in a photo. You know, they yeah. show, like, the photo of them, and then he kind of posed them like that photo. But that's in tune with what Michael does. I mean, look yeah. at the first movie. He he posed people. He he yep. deliberately... I, he, he deliberately did shit like that. That's that's the nature of what he does. I think maybe so, that's what it was. Now that you bring that up, I think that's maybe the, what it was. But that's for a person that's maybe ignorant of the series and ignorant of the character. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you know, it's fine for him to kill a car with, with a black couple in it and, and that older lady, right? But when he kills yeah, these gay man. people, he needs to put one on top of the other? Like, no, that's 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 his signature that's his style it's been done before it's not offensive that's just what he's done it's exactly like tyler said this is a revisit to something that we've seen before right uh, <sighs> yeah, yeah i don't know are you are you okay with this movie Todd? how did you like this movie you're mr media you're mr halloween this is your blood type what, what did you think okay so i i will admit i am biased when it comes to this series i, yes. I do i do give this movie a pass now it, is it one of the best ones no it's like I said, it's not a complete movie at by any means. And that is a huge step down. Um, it is better than Halloween resurrection. Uh, okay. it is better than Halloween five. Uh, <laughs> definitely better than Rob zombies. Halloween two. Yeah. Um, but I think I honestly, because, <laughs> because of the 78 flashback scenes, it, it elevated it much higher than where I did like that. I did like that. Yeah. Dr. Loomis. I mean, just seeing Dr. Loomis put a huge smile on my face. I think the actor was phenomenal in how much, you know, they got a lookalike for him. Yeah. Um, But yeah, if those flashback scenes were not in this movie, it would be, it would be down to that uh, just above Rob Zombie's Halloween too. And that, and that's saying a lot. And also for me, when I watched the movie, I, I really, 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 I'm like Tyler. I'm not as much as Tyler is, but when we give this skill, uh, uh, when we give it a 10 score, because it says Halloween in the title, we're already starting at five. That's just the truth of, of our bias for this series. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, we're not going to give it a three. It's, it already starts at five because it's a Halloween, Mm. but this, this to me is a forgettable one. Um, I hate to say, I hate to say it. Nothing crazy happened. Nothing. I mean, you know what? They had really good ideas. They did have really good ideas. I like the arc of uh, of uh, that random person that everyone thought was Michael. I thought that was a really good idea. I like that. Yeah, I love the mob mentality of yeah. You know, they don't have the all the information. They're just going off of wrong instincts and going after somebody that's. Uh, I this, mean, I don't know what he did to get into that mental hospital, but uh, an innocent man from what we've seen. Yeah. Uh, I like that a lot. I, I thought that was really, really interesting. I thought that was really moving because the guy knew he was fucked. And my, mm-hmm. I, and even with that, I had a few issues. We've all seen Michael. They've all seen Michael. This dude's like fucking eight foot tall. 
you know, he's brawny and all this stuff. Um, right. We don't know what his hair looks like under the mask. So that could have been bald. It could have been his hair. No problem. I'm fine with that. They right. found this sh- this Danny DeVito penguin looking guy who was, you know, who all just died, foot. by the way. Yeah. You know, he's he's all of five foot. He's chubby. Yeah. There's no way this guy could have been Michael. There's no way. But it's like Tyler said, mob mentality is, you know, a hell of a thing. People were chanting yeah. evil dies tonight. And oh, that was, got a little old after a while. That, yeah, that, that chant got a little old. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and, and and the other thing I liked was in the bar, uh, you know, all the callbacks where the kid was like um, being picked on and, and saw Michael and, and all of the survivors. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I like this. The the nurse that was brought back, I thought I, I, I have to assume there's deleted scenes with her because there's she does nothing in this movie. The, the kids do, you know, the growing yeah. up kids. But yeah. she she has nothing to do in this movie other than sit at the bar and then get her hair pulled by Michael in the car in the park. <laughs> yeah, but didn't she? Isn't she the one that said this is for Doctor Loomis? Yeah, like that's. I guess that's <laughs> that's the only thing. That and the she fucking had. gun misfired. Like I was like, oh man, yeah. she's she's fucked. You know, <laughs> this is her second time dying in the franchise too. She died in H two O. She's at the beginning. <laughs> Jeez, man. There's just the continuity in this in this fucking series. <laughs> the confusing ones I've ever seen. Yeah. Like you could die and and be in the very next scene talking about how you hope not to die. You know, it's just funny like that. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, so I wonder if it holds the record for the most reboots of a timeline. It because I, I we're on four, I, I believe. Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah. know, but this this one it, it really really for me this one. Uh, like Tyler said, it's a pass because it's a Halloween movie, but not much else to that. Um, as of right now, as of this recording, there is a change.org petition for for them. <laughs> There's a change.org petition going around for them to change the ending of this movie, which has, just so people know, you're wasting your time. It's funny to do it, but they're not going to fucking go and change the movie. This isn't Sonic the Hedgehog not looking right they're not going to change the movie because there's going to be another piece of this. Well, wait, so they, they want to change the ending, like to have an actual ending or just have something else happen. I I don't know the specifics. I know that there's a change.org for them to change the fucking movie, which is okay. I mean, what, what entitled world do we live in that people are like, I don't like this movie. Change it. (laughs) Well, we're there, dude. We're fucking there. I know we're there, dude, but come on, man. Like people, please come on now. Um, I, I'm honestly shocked there was not a to be continued when the movie ended because it is so abrupt. Yeah, it's it's implied to hell that there is a yeah. uh, to be continued, all but saying the words. Um, but that being said, are you excited? Would are would you have excitement for the next one, knowing that absolutely. it would be uh, the end? I guess absolutely, because I think just like everyone seeing any Halloween movie, you never really know. I mean, this one was kind of spoiled for me because they said that people are upset with the ending, I kind of figured. But mm. you watch every Halloween movie, and this is from number one to fucking number now. Everyone you see, you're like, this is the one they're going to end it, and how are they going to end it? Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm, I'm going to go into the next one, just like I've gone into everyone, like, okay, he's going to die, but how? How is this going to end? Right. So I'm and you very also curious. Have to... Oh, you also oh, no, have to... You also have to think like Lori also doesn't know that her daughter has died yet. So there we go. There's a catalyst there. One well, of she's the kids, coming back Tom, in rage from hell. 
coming back in rage from hell. Tommy Doyle, who I've, apparently she kept in contact with since 1978, has also been killed. Lindsay's in the hospital. Like, all of these people that were survived. Marion was killed in the car in the park. Like, mm-hmm. Michael has now basically gone back and killed the, I guess, the essential people from that night to her. I mean, yeah. she's going to she's gonna go fucking batshit crazy when she, I don't know, pumps herself full of pain meds. So it's going to say, you know, like, Halloween final, nothing left to lose, something like that, well, like, you know. Right. Well, it's called Halloween be, Ends. <laughs> so, so that's, it's called, so that's that, what it's going to be called. That, that was my next question to you. I know we're, I mean, we're very, I mean, the ink is still hot on, on the script of this that was just written and, and released. So do you know yeah. anything? You're Mr. Media. Can you tell us anything about the next one? Do you know anything? From what they have said, yes, it's going to be, quote unquote, the end of the confrontation between these two. Um, and supposedly this movie is going to jump forward in time. I don't know what that means. If it's like the next year, a couple years, I don't know if that means. I would love it. If they went forward months and we got a we we actually got a different season, okay, um, I wouldn't mind that. Maybe even on uh, <gasps> if it takes place on Easter, they can call it Halloween <laughs> Resurrection. <laughs> That's you in your mind to go to a place like that, man. Oh my god! Um, no, I'm assuming it's going to be. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe jump forward in time. Maybe the next year. I mean, Lori's got to heal, obviously, before she can like literally walk. Yeah. Um, so this is after her daughter's funeral. This is after the streets right. have been cleaned up. I mean, there needs to be some some air between these two uh, events. But do you? I mean, do you know anything? Or that's all I know. That that's, that's all you know. And do, I do you I know? hope there's more flashbacks. I would love another Loomis little moment. Okay. Um, do you, yeah. is there a release date? Kind mm-hmm. of. What uh, year this is time it? next year? This time next. Oh, dude, they're not making us wait at all. No, no. Well, so, this this was supposed to be out last Halloween. Oh, in twenty twenty. Uh, yeah, it sat literally on the shelf for a year because they figured it was going to be a huge hit. Why waste it on streaming? Ironically enough, it ended <laughs> up on streaming. <laughs> so, so, did this movie yeah. by the numbers? Did this movie do well, or did it flop, or where is it? It did well. Um, not as good as the 2018 one. Um, I think it's right now. I think I, I looked it up on Box Office Mojo yesterday. The 12 day total, you know, they do that comparison between yeah. a, an original and a sequel. It was about 55 zero million off. Um, okay. Uh, but $20 million budget. So far, it has made, I think, 70 something million. So, so it's not right. bad. Still technically a hit, yeah. Um, but nowhere near the you know the 2018 one. And I think a lot of it is because people uh, word of mouth was like, "This is not a fucking finished movie. This is not a yeah. full story." And I hate that that happened to me too because as soon as I started saying, "Oh, we're doing a petition, change.org, let's see where the," I'm like, "Okay, so yeah, so we're there's not going to be any closure." And then you know you kind of alluded to it. You're like, "Eric, I need to know how what you think after you see it." Yeah. Um, not that you give it away. It's it's just you know I had a feeling, and then mm-hmm. the people up in arms about it. I was like, oh shit! All right, mm-hmm. this is this is what we're doing now. Uh, yeah. Well. So so Squid Game, Tyler. How did, how did you like Squid <laughs> Game? Um, this is massive. I think this is opening a major major door. I think Korea has. I think I think foreign has such a unique, such a different. I mean, and and again, 
And I've said it a thousand times so far in this episode, and I might say it a thousand more times. You're Mr. Media. You're our go-to for this. All of us are listening to your, you know, every word on this. I think foreign media brings something different than the Hollywood mm-hmm. that we all know and love. There's not always a happy mm-hmm. ending. There's not always a fairy tale fucking moment. The girl doesn't mm-hmm. always fall in love with the guy in the end. Um, right. I think I think that Korean or or fucking from the Arab world or from any of these movies that we're seeing, I think this is going to culture us. I think that it's exciting to see things that we don't know the obvious answer to. Yeah. Um, are you happy that we're seeing more and more foreign films? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I think Hollywood is t- I mean, I mean, look at Hollywood now. It's so remake heavy, which is not new. I mean, yeah. lately, but it's so reboot heavy, remake heavy. I mean, literally, we're, we're literally getting a, a Buzz Lightyear movie. Yeah, <laughs> which which is, and, they're, which and both, they pulled Tim Allen, I heard. Yeah, well, we, we can. Did you see that trailer? I didn't see the trailer. I saw that. Uh, I saw the article saying, I think it's Chris Evans. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Chris Evans is uh, the new bu- uh, voice of Buzz Lightyear, which which I know. That's fine. You know, yeah, but we Captain America. Tim Allen. Yeah. You know? It's it's weird seeing a, a character you know, and all of a sudden he sounds like like me. You know, it's like, that's not what it's, it's supposed to sound like. <laughs> I Tyler, would pay to see know? that. Yeah, right. <laughs> to infinity and beyond. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, but like with foreign movies, like this is all new original content and, and just like new stories, new faces, especially. And yeah. It, it's fun. It's fun. It's exciting to see something totally new. Like, you know, here's like, here's God forbid, like another Chris Evans movie, another Angelina Jolie movie. It's like, these are all fresh faces, new ways to act like new acting that we're seeing. And yeah, it's, it's, it's engaging. I'm all for it. Let's, let's, I, I like that. Netflix is, is bought. Netflix has always bought um, foreign stuff and it's, it's done well. What was the, um, People went nuts for the uh, Israeli show. What was the big Israeli show? Fauda. Um, Fauda. Yeah. People I are crazy love, for Fauda. I love that show. Yeah. Narcos, which I think was an American production, but I mean, it was that's foreign enough. Um, but yeah, it's like I, I'm all for it. Let's bring in these new sensibilities to to entertainment. Yeah, you know, and and again, it it just it's the fact that we're almost getting a glimpse out of the cliche because. When mm-hmm. we see a movie and there's a guy and inevitably a girl, we're like, okay, so these two end up together. Now what? Yeah. And we know that from the first time they ever lay eyes on each other, there's the music in the background. We all know where this is going, but how are we going to get there? So mm-hmm. um, I'm going to bring this up. I brought this up before. It's a show called Method. I love the show. Mm-hmm. It's it's a Russian show. Um, and that was my first, because I've seen a lot of Israeli stuff. I've seen a lot of foreign stuff just because I'm foreign myself. but seeing this show i've never seen anything like this so the first season the main character fucking dies and i was like wait what this can't happen Mm. it's like watching a james bond movie and the fucking james bond dies that's what it was like for me yeah so those are things that would never happen in a in in an american film so now going into going into squid games they're not afraid to show fucking people dying old people dying kids dying husband killing a wife I I'm I'm so into it, man. I'm so yeah. into it. What did What did you think of the series as a whole? Are you confused? Are you happy with the ending? Where are you at? Uh, I love this. I'm honestly stunned how big of a hit this got because okay, like I you and I would both like this kind of stuff. Like that's absolutely. absolutely. 
Um, but I don't think a lot of mainstream people do. But somehow this hits something in everybody. Um, and I'm, I'm very happy because I hope we get more entertainment like this. I love <laughs> it's It is a schlocky show in a way because it, it is so over the top, you know, with yeah. the colors and the design and the violence and all that. And, the, and of course, being rooted in games you'd play as a kid. Um, but it's, I, I thought it was so entertaining. And you really felt for these characters. Yep. You know, you, you started to kind of like uh, what I really liked was the... Um, you know, our main character who is, when we meet him, he is, he's a fucking loser. You know, he's, he's absolutely not, a loser. He's a gambler, fucking deadbeat gambler, dad. Deadbeat uh, dad, but does love his daughter, but is a deadbeat dad. Yeah. Um, and then uh, what I love is that, you know, his buddy, who's supposed to be this great, like, is he banker or businessman or something like that? I don't remember what his title, but the big thing is that he went to this prestige business school. You yeah. Know? And he's supposed to be like, oh, like he holds this guy up on a pedestal. And then as the show goes on, the you really begin to see like our main character is really a great stand-up guy. And his buddy that he holds on a pedestal is a fucking dick. And I, I kind of love that, how that really was changing as the show went on. You know, for me... Uh, as I was watching that, the friend who's a businessman, that's the only problem I have with, with seeing a foreign uh, film. It's, it's hard for us as, as American people, as you know, seeing it through our scope when the guy's name isn't fucking John Smith to remember names. And I, and I hate to admit it, but that's, that's a problem I have here. Um, but that's, that's, that's on me. And that's on you that we don't know the, the main character's fucking name after watching an entire season of the show. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, that, but again, that's because the guy's name isn't, you know, uh, James Bond, you know, otherwise we would have right. known it. But I know Ali's name. Yeah, right. So, so <laughs> the the character development in this and seeing the cracks form in these people, it's exactly like you say. And seeing they almost gave a spotlight to each and every character because you do see where mm-hmm. they came from. You do see that that they're human. You do see that there's greed. But I think it was the second or third episode they had the opportunity to vote and they voted to leave. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and that just shocked me. I was like, what? Because it was close yeah. to the very end. And then the guy who I thought was going to say stay said leave. Mm-hmm. And he was the deciding factor. They all went back to their ways. And, and you know, they all eventually got back onto the island, as it, as it were. Which is um, a sensible decision that these people made. Yeah. And I loved it. I was It was so shocking because, oh, my God, these people actually did a sensible, <clears throat> realistic decision. Yeah, yeah, and that's not what, you know, in, in America, they'd be like, no, we're going to power through it. Like, that's how it would have been yeah. in the American version of Squid Game. But this is the foreign version where it's a little bit more realistic and not always a happy ending. And they're like, no, we need to get the fuck out of here. This isn't worth it. People, we just saw 100 plus people being off on a game of red light, green light. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the premise of the show is awesome. I really like the games. I really just like you say, started feeling for the characters, how the old man was losing it with the the whole marble. Uh, the marble episode, I think, was one of the heaviest for me. That was a tense one. Oh, my um, God. It was like, God, old man, please just fucking focus. Yeah, I, yeah, really. And there was that. And, and just seeing the suspense of it, and you almost feel like you're there with them because you're like, yeah. okay, Tyler, so me and you are going to be partners. And come to find out, okay, well, now we're not partners. We're pitted against each other. And you went in there thinking me and you were going to make a good team. But in reality, one of us is about to die. Yeah. Directly because of the other one. So it's 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 heavy, this fucking show, man. It is. It's it heavy. Is. 
and especially and now, the guy that got yeah. tricked with the marbles you know it's heavy it is yeah um what did you think of the ending This could have went any way. This really could have went any way. Um, he could have he could have left it for the next generation. Uh, him going back into it, it's it really. And I guess spoiler alert: if anyone didn't know, we were going to talk about it. Um, but now longer than Halloween Kills. Yeah, it's yeah. Come on now, you've all seen. And if you <clears> haven't seen, you all know what happens in the end already. Uh, he's in the terminal. He's on the sleeve of the airplane, entering the airplane to to fly to America. I think it was California or yeah. New York. Yeah, he was coming to to hang out with me and Tyler and record on Team TNA podcast. Hell yeah. Got that phone call and and they told him they're like, listen, just get on the fucking plane, go on with your life. Which which, you know, eludes to the fact that they're still watching this guy. Mm -hmm. But they say, Hey, get on the plane, go on with your fucking life, just mind your business. And he's like, Nope. Turns around, walks right back onto mainland, and now we're yeah. set for season two, which is now what? Um, I'm yeah. I'm very very curious where this is going to go. I I don't like it because Tyler said it before. I'm a man who needs closure. This this right. ended. This ended. We already know who set up the game. We know who the bad guys are. This ended in my head. Him leaving the 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 plane to go back. It's like okay, what did you just do? Now what? Um, yeah. What did you, what did you think about it? Uh. I, I just I I I just wanted him to be with his daughter. I mean, can't you just have a scene with him and his daughter in California and then he decides to go back? Like he's just yeah. seriously he he has a, um probably the most change of character in his entire life. Really put his life in into perspective what he holds dear into perspective and it's just pissed away at that moment. It he's is just being selfish again. Um and I I wasn't thrilled with that decision, but that being said, I'm fully on board for season two. <laughs> so uh, I don't know if you've seen this back and forth. Speaking of the ending, did you see that LeBron James uh, was being interviewed? LeBron James from the Los Angeles Lakers was being interviewed. Mm-hmm. Um, and on side court, him and Anthony Davis, it's its another big star at Los Angeles Lakers, were talking about randomly. They started talking about Squid Games. And Anthony Davis says, man, what did you think? And LeBron's like, man, I hate that ending. And Anthony Davis says, me too, man. I, I don't like that ending. Now, it's a big deal because these are big guys, you know, obviously very, very famous. This gets to the the creator of the show. Do you, do you know about this? Mm. I, I had heard about this. I, I don't so, know. I didn't, I didn't know the creator got involved. The creator of the show here gets, gets word of it. Um, super, not petty, but like, man, I'm so happy that it, he's like, so right away he's like, Oh, uh, why don't you make a series and I'll watch an entire thing and say, "Hey, I didn't like the ending of it." That was the first statement he released. The Should second statement, he, the second statement he releases is, "Have you seen Space Jam 2? Is that what he said? That's what he fucking said. And I was waiting for you to say something, but, but <laughs> <laughs> the guy releases Yay. a statement. Have you seen Space Jam 2? Oh, I love this guy. I love him. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> so so that's what we call checkmate people that's mm-hmm. what we call checkmate um <laughs> tyler i still haven't seen space jam 2 you're fine don't worry about it that 
I bet. Oh god, that is such a forgettable fucking piece. Of, I wish I could forget that movie. <laughs> Do you want me to oh. men in black you? Yeah, that would be great. Hit you, hit, hit you with the flash button. Oh, um, I'm surprised the Men in Black weren't in, the, in that fucking movie. Everybody else was. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Space Jam, um, I did just finish seeing uh, The Last Dance on Netflix. It's the Michael Jordan documentary. Did you see this one? Oh, no. I haven't seen it. That's the, is it's, that the 30 for 30 series? That um, part of that whole thing? I think it is. I'm, I'm not sure. It, it, the, the, I'm, it's I'm the ESPN thing. Yeah, it is something yeah. like that. And I'm interested that you said that because we saw it and it has a start and an end. And it then you go back to Netflix homepage and it says season one. And I'm like, how is there going to be a season two of this? It just ended. But now now that you said that, it makes sense. They're going to bring someone else into the spotlight next. Um, right. Vic, like the OJ very, thing was part of that series. Y- yeah, I can see that. I yeah. can totally see that. This is very, very curtain pulled back. This is very candid, very open, honest, raw. I loved it. I loved it. Good. Um, that's la- The Last Dance. It's with Michael Jordan on Netflix. It's really, really cool. Does he talk about Space Jam? He does talk about Space Jam. Oh, wow. Okay. But not about Space Jam 2. So. Oh, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't believe that he would. <laughs> uh, Michael really? Jordan, man, was such a big part of our childhood. Was such I mean, a big part the of biggest, our childhood. Biggest thing. I was the – I was and – Still am, but I'm not that into sports. But I'm I'm a Lakers guy. I've always been a Lakers guy. When we came to America, I remember it was 1993 or four. I remember seeing them on TV. Yellow is my favorite color. Um, I'm like, who are the yellow jerseys? Like, who are these? And they're like, oh, that's the Lakers. I'm like, that's my team. So ah. since that 1993, I I've been a Lakers fan, and okay. it was always Bulls against the fucking Lakers, and like. Yeah. I hated the Bulls so much because they had Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman and they kept fucking yeah. winning. I'm like, these motherfuckers, every time they come around, they stomp us out. And I'm like, these are my Lakers, man. You know, they, they pulled they Shaq from Miami. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, yeah, it started turning for us. But I, I hated yeah. it, man. And I, you know, you'd watch the highlight reels and you'd see him like, like <laughs> playing games with the Lakers. I'm like, fuck, man. But yeah. this was this was so open and honest and real and it's it's crazy to see. It's crazy, crazy to see. It's really, really interesting. I think you would like it, man. It's really, really yeah. well done. I have to say, uh, I kept forgetting about it. It's it's all those other now. sports. Yeah, Netflix has all of these documentaries now about like bad shit that happened in sports, and that's fascinating. Yeah, it is. Oh it my is. god, I, I love it. They have a whole series called Untold. Yes, like, that's yes. It's really, really interesting, man. Um, let me see. Let me let me find the name of the one. Give me just one second. Um, just looking for it right now. Um, Untold. It was a hockey episode. Yes. Did you see that one? Crimes and penalties. Yes. Never heard of this team before, but it was great with good reason. Yeah. Uh, anyone that wants to see something awesome, now I know Tyler gives it the same loving endorsement I do. It's called Untold Crimes and Penalties. It's season one, episode four of the Untold uh, series. Really, yeah. really, really fucking cool, man. That's a fun one. Organized crime in hockey. It's fabulous. Yeah, the, it's it's awesome. There, it, it's it's a lot of fun. That whole Untold series is really, really good. They have one, I think, on uh, uh, Caitlyn Jenner. I didn't see that one. Is that one? I good? didn't see. I didn't see it yet either. But I've been I've been okay. trekking along these and and and. 
the crime and penalties was awesome. So I, I'm wholeheartedly into this thing. I'm really excited about seeing more of them. And then there's the, did you see the, um, uh, the basketball one with the fan and Ron Artest and yes, yes. That was, uh, Malice at the yeah. Palace. Yes, that's it. Yeah. Mal- that's the, Malice oh at the my Palace. God, what a shit show. I remember when that was happening. I, that was the time when I was still watching basketball. I remember Ron Artest just being a fucking animal, dude. This guy was mm-hmm. a nutbag, man. He was, he was what Dennis Rodman was in the nineties. Like just fucking pick a fight with a fan and. That that's one of the craziest town, things I've yeah. ever seen. Yeah, they just people don't realize how big these fucking guys are. Um, no, how adrenaline know, filled they are, and how adrenaline yeah. the, and the fact that these are like these people are made out of muscle. Like they don't need yeah. bones in their body. They have enough muscle to stand upright with just that. Like this is a bull. This person, you know. Yeah. <laughs> seeing them going yeah. to the seeing them going into the stands is just like wailing on people and these people have no chance like none <laughs> especially that fat that fat dude who threw the fucking bottle <laughs> he's it's, a goner that, that's the funniest part is the original person who threw the cup mm. nothing happened to him mm-hmm. nothing happened mm-hmm. so so they said ron artest starts coming up and the guy that threw it was just <clears> like <throat> looking innocent so ron artest saw the guy next to him and starts fucking pounding on this guy can you imagine being the guy who threw the cup and like the guy right next to you is starting to get his ass whooped by Ron Artest for something you just did? Just start slowly backing out. Like, all right, we're done. I how, the only how do you get the car. The only thing missing was for him to be doing the the pointing finger from Dumb and Dumber. You know when he, right? when when Seabass got up, he's like, who's the, who's the dead man that just hit me with the salt shaker? <laughs> oh my god! I, That's you the know, only was, thing that was missing. That moment you saw that moment live. I, I didn't see it live. I saw. I remember the news. I remember seeing it every single day. I remember the fallout of it. So I remember my dad um, used to pick me up from my grandparents because they used to pick me up from school. Um, okay. And a lot of times, um, you know, he would be off work. He hadn't eaten yet. So we would usually go to eat. I would have, he would eat and I would get like, like a dessert or something. Um, okay. But we were at Arts Deli on Nordoff, you know, right by the mall. Yeah. And we were Rest watching. Rest in peace, Arts Deli, man. Yeah, and we were eating, and that that game was on. Oh And shit. I remember, yeah, and it was on. One, it was a small, you know, they didn't have the uh, the big TVs yet. It was still the yeah. box TV up yeah, in the yeah. corner. And I remember talking to my dad, but I remember seeing like a scuffle, and I was like, "Dad, look, look at that!" And he's like, "He's looking. He's like, what the hell?" And you know, they they were saying in the documentary that they didn't show it like on camera, really, like no yeah. one. And so there was just a big, like, you just saw people running and, and freaking out. And so, yeah, that was that moment. And when I saw the Netflix documentary, I was like, holy shit. I haven't thought about this in, what year are we in? In 17 years. <laughs> holy yep. crap. It was a blast from the past. <laughs> it's it's funny and interesting also because, okay, so you know a thing or two about this. It's no secret already. Um when they're filming events, Tyler, when they're filming live events, there's multiple yeah. cameras, obviously, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are, oh, God, are, yeah. are cameramen, what kind of liberties does a cameraman have? Can you just point it at the audience or, or are you yeah. say, are you supposed to be from field goal one to ten? Like, and don't you ever move from there? Can you point it, it anywhere you want? Uh, it usually depends what the director wants. Um uh, certain cameras obviously are to stay on the game, uh, such as you know the you know the the 
the, the handheld cameras on the floor, obviously right. not going to point to uh, uh, some of the bleachers. Yeah. Right. But like any number of the cameras that are actually up in those little platforms with the audience, the director could say, oh, hey, get me, um, find me a couple so we can do the kiss cam or, you know, right. find some fans cheering. So yes. And by walking into the stadium, you are giving your consent to being filmed and taped and all that stuff. So yes. Um, but you're usually going off what the director is saying to you. Um, but but do they have liberties though? Like like if shit goes down in a professional yeah, you're be place, expected to go and and get the best angle you can. So all of them should be like pointing that. up up to the to the to the arena, right? Wherever right. something is happening, they need to be on it, right? Right, because that's where the focus is. I mean, if all the players are completely distracted by a fight, yeah, you need to focus on the fight. Um, yeah, because I mean, you. It's also you need to also have it documented too. I mean, for just legal reasons too. I mean, are the players yeah. hitting fans? Are fans hitting players? You know, it has you. You need cameras on that anyway. So, so, so the reason I bring it up also is is and it's a little bit of a side note here. I was watching a documentary on like it was about um, reality TV and things like that, and they were talking about filming Survivor. And it was, I, I've never seen the show. I've never seen that show. Have you seen that show? Uh, like the first few seasons. Yeah. Way back when. Okay. So maybe you've, maybe it was on an episode you've seen. I can't remember when it was or, or where I saw the documentary, but uh, they were talking to the director and there was a point where they had all of these people and each one of them was standing on a pillar. And that was their, their chore just to stand on this pillar for as long as they can, or you fall into the water. Now, Okay. There's two girls on this show, two women on this show. And one of the women says, I will take my top off for Oreos and peanut butter. Oh, I remember this. I remember the you, story of this. So yeah. the other girl says, I will too. I, I will do it. I will take my top off. I will get completely fucking naked. I want Oreos and peanut butter. You know, these are people that have been deprived of normal right. food for however long it is <laughs> they've been eating um, mice for the last two weeks is is that show real tyler i have no idea maybe it is okay. I, I mean you have to be in shape for the shit that they do yeah um, I, I don't know Wait, is reality tv real i don't know it's an ongoing argument <laughs> okay so so the reason i bring it up is because they they brought them oreos they brought them peanut butter the director says they killed me, these guys. They killed me because all I wanted was a reaction shot from one of the guys. Now, mm -hmm. all of the cameramen, all of the camera people zoomed right into the women. And he said, <laughs> I have zero reaction shots of any of the people standing to the left and right because all I have is 10 different people on these two women. So uh, that's why I ask, like, what kind of liberties do these people have? I mean, obviously, there was a director. He's there telling us the story about how he has zero reaction shots on something that was filmed like that. So that's okay. So, but that's, I know different than like a live sporting event. I don't know okay. if on survivor, if all of the cameramen have headsets, if the director is talking to them, um, I have no idea, but for sports events, they, they have all of those headsets. Everyone it's is all in coordinated communication. It's all coordinated. There's one man running the show in your ear at all times. Reality TV. I have no idea how that works. Okay. I was just I was yeah. just curious and I just thought it was interesting because the guy's like I have no no reaction shots. Yeah. I love that I all like, the cameramen are 
are obviously just men, like heterosexual yeah. men, just <laughs> go right to the just women. Zoom right into the boob, man. Yeah. Um, one of the last things I want to talk about, it's a little bit heavy. I don't want to end the episode on a, on a sad note like this, but um, a tragedy did just unfold um, in the filming of the movie Rust with Alec oh, Baldwin. Boy. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, what do you know? <sighs> There's a lot of layers to this. Um, so Alec Baldwin was uh, handed what was supposed to be a cold gun, which is an unloaded weapon checked uh completely to make sure it is unloaded turns out it was not it was what's called a hot gun um and he was i don't know i don't know if they were actually filming the scene or not but uh during uh, rehearsal or filming uh he pulled the trigger uh the bullet a projectile came out of the gun um hit the woman in the her upper body but it like hit a artery maybe I forgot yeah. what happened, but she won. She didn't die instantly because I know no. an electrician held her for a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then somehow this bullet or projectile went in and out of her and hit the director in the neck, which holy shit, man. Um, yeah. And he was rushed to the hospital. Um, uh, and it goes back to this 24 year old armorer who was inexperienced. She had previous um issues on a set with Nick Cage where she was firing weapons and Nick Cage's ears got a little effed up. Uh, he yelled at her that you blew up my fucking eardrum. Now you cut to this set. And uh, supposedly there were, um, I don't remember if there were, she was discharging weapons, but certain camera crew members left the set yeah. because they knew this was unsafe. What she was not ready for this. Um, she, uh, now, this is where it gets unclear whether or not she did or did not check the weapons. But then the assistant director, who is also a loose cannon that people have had problems with on other sets, just grabbed a weapon off of a tray and handed that to Alec Baldwin. Um, Alec Baldwin is also a producer on this movie. Therefore, he is technically responsible as a producer. Um, so there is a lot. This is why this is such a crazy investigation, because they need to figure out in the end who is going to be responsible. Is is this a criminal charge? Is this, is yes. someone going to be facing manslaughter, murder by whatever degree for this happening? I I would say the armor especially will be brought up on involuntary manslaughter um and possibly some form of neglect. Like safety neglect or something like that. Um she was on a podcast oh uh, I don't know, a bit ago. Uh, before the Russ production had started. And she said that she was all very, very nervous around guns being an armorer, even with blanks. Now, if that doesn't tip you off that this person is inexperienced. And not I ready mean, for I mean, if you, if you can't handle blanks as an armorer, you have no fucking business uh, doing this as your job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Alec Baldwin, as again, as a producer, might be brought up on mans uh uh involuntary manslaughter this is like the twilight zone movie yeah i mean it's like holy shit i mean there's so many people that are going to be brought up on uh, some sort of involuntary manslaughter uh i mean if i i don't know if the director is going to sue i don't even know if this movie is going to be finished should it should it be in your opinion no 
It, it should no, be shut left, it, fucking it down. should be left. Okay. I, I think enough damage has been done. And I think it's, you know, I mean, you can rehire a bunch of capable people, but I mean, this, this movie itself is going to leave a bad taste in everyone's mouth. Yeah. You it's going to be synonymous I, with this event forever. I mean, you can't just refilm it and be like, oh, but isn't this the movie where the person, uh, where Alec Baldwin, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, uh, fuck was I going to say? Oh yeah. No, no. As far as I know, this is an independent production. I don't know if they were going to try and sell it to studios. No studio is going to touch this thing. I mean, at the very least, it's going to wind up, you know, as a 99 cent rental on streaming. Yeah. You know, it's, it's movie is, it would be incredibly poor taste to try and release this movie. So you're saying, you're saying leave it where it lies, just let it fucking be. It's already enough. Shut it down. Like you say. Make sure you um, paid the crew for the work that they have done already. Move on. So, so my, my question to you is, and this is a silly question, maybe why are they using real guns though? Well, it's, it's that, fucking okay. Hollywood, man. You can make a dinosaur, but you need to use a real gun to make a gun in a movie. Like you for real, dude, we just watched fucking Jurassic park, man. Like where did they get those dinosaurs <laughs> yeah. from? Did they go to the past? Like, no dude, like, but you need to be having a gun that fires shit. Like, yep. And the fact that there was some form of live ammunition which I think is now right now the biggest argument as why, why the fuck is there live ammunition? Um, My, the real gun thing. I, I don't know. I'm, I agree with you. I don't think there is a need for real guns. Uh, it's I mean, 2021, could, man. It's you 2021. Know? Yeah, I know. They, they CGI fucking, have you seen the movie alien? No, they didn't really use an alien, but they need right. a fucking real gun that fires real shit to be in a and, Western. Movie. I don't get it, man. And this is part of everything. This is being a part of all of these arguments, a part of all this chaos. What what happens now? Like going forward, what do you see happening? I mean, are there going to be sweeping changes? And and before you answer that, um, I saw an article that said, look how up in arms people are for a fake gun shooting a person. But when a real gun shoots people, they make no amendments to, to the change. And not trying to be political, yeah. but there is something to be said no, about them. That's true. It's I'll true. just it I'll just leave it at that. Our culturism. Yeah, yeah. I'll just leave it at America. that. Let's not get political. <laughs> but yeah. uh, what what do you see going forward? I mean, are they going to continue using fucking guns? Are they going to continue using these blanks? Are are there going to be checks? Obviously, have to be added. I think. But what do you? What's going to happen now? Do I think real guns are going to be pulled from making movies? No. Uh, okay. But I think there's going to be heavy heavy i think screenings going forward for any sort of stunts or or um weapon use um i mean we the the latest fast and the furious movie we, a stunt man was killed because of you know stupid safety shit you know yeah yeah i mean it's i mean it's going to be an ongoing issue to the end of time there might be because this was so high profile there might be changes i would hope there will be there's definitely going to be charges that are going to be thrown around for these people. Um, Alec Baldwin, I I really do feel bad for him because I, I really don't. I just from what I'm reading, I don't think he's responsible at all, and I can't imagine what he is going through emotionally right now. Yeah. Um, especially this woman had a uh, had like a, had a 12 year old son and everything. I mean, I yes. can't imagine married. She, had a, she leaves a husband and a, and a, and a son behind right. and a, a, a more than a, obviously a, a family. We don't know who else, but she, you know, wasn't right. hatched from an egg. You know, she was fucking had a family with her. 
but from what I have been reading only, just reading, is that I think the armor and the AD really need to go down for this. Okay. Right, and I'm sorry to armor. bring a heavy... Yeah, I'm sorry to bring a heavy note on, but it's just, you know, I had to get your take on this. You're Mr. Media, and I know you're plugged, you know, right into the world. Yeah, um, no, it's a, it's a heavy thing, man. It's it's a heavy thing. It's 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 crazy. I mean, and we've teased doing like a dark side of Hollywood uh, episode, or, but but Tyler's right. It should be a segment at at most because it is it is a big big deal. These are real lives. These are real people. Mm-hmm. This was a real person. You know, rest in peace to her. But um, yeah, I mean, we have so many things to look forward to. Also, there's there's a lot going on in Team TNA universe. Um, I'm really. This is episode 59. Episode 60, Tyler. We're going to be finally, finally... I'm bringing Seal back into the conversation because, you know, we do it once per episode at least. Yeah. Um, we're going to unveil the new cover art for our Team TNA podcast. Um, oh. This is very, very exciting. I, I teased it in episode 58. There's an... Uh, how do I say it? There's a, a, a piece to this picture that he said is the hardest thing that he's ever had to do. And he didn't anticipate it being as hard as it is. Wow. So okay. I'm going to let you all know what that fucking piece is. It's, it's totally random. He's like, you know, he took on the challenge and he, he's like, this wasn't supposed to be as hard as it was. I shouldn't have taken as long as it did, which I think is the project. You know, I think that's real in so much of what we do. I think it's like, I can do that. And, and for whatever reason on that day, some part of it takes so much longer than you had anticipated. Right. So I'll, I'll, I'll be sure to note it and I will let you all know what it was on episode 60. Um, we have a few really cool, I want to BAs coming up. We have a few really interesting guests coming up. The reason I'm plugging all this is because we're leaving the fifties going into the sixties. Um, I, I, I like that we're continuing with this Tyler. I really, I'm, I'm happy with this man. Yeah, it's going well. I think we've, we've grown a little. I think we're better at this than when we started. Have you listened to early episodes? I'm not. I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, listen, they're fun. The content's there, but we're fucking shaky. We're, yeah. we're nervous. I mean, I feel like now we're, we're talking on the, I feel like we're talking on the phone and people are listening in. I feel like we're giving yeah. something a little bit interesting for people to, to enjoy. We're, you know, we, we name people by names. Now we talk about burn. We talk about Lala. We talk about seal. We talk about, yeah. Um, so many El Black Bat that we had on when we had one on or or uh, uh, Nando as he wants to be called. People start please start calling him Nando. He doesn't want to be called one anymore. He said he's not the one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, but but yeah, right. Uh, we do have really really cool things coming up. Um, I I told Tyler a little bit before this episode. Seal has been starting to starting to knock on our door. Seal said, "Guys, I mm-hmm. feel like it's time." And we don't oh, say no okay. to Seal. We do yep. not say no to Seal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so expect an episode with Seal coming up soon. Um, right before we recorded this, you know, Tyler and I have the the pre chat. Uh, Burn reached out to me. You all love you all love Burn, and Burn's like, "Listen, man, here, let me let me get the direct quote. I don't want to misquote Burn. <laughs> get us all in trouble here." Uh-huh. Uh, Burn said to me, "Where is it? Where is it?" He said, I want to do a podcast with you guys again soon. Have your people call my people and let's make it happen. Uh, and he and that's said, Hollywood. Exactly. So I said, fuck yeah. And he said, tell Tyler, I said, hi. And I want to tell you guys some fucked up stories. 
<laughs> Beautiful. That's, Let's that's do it. exactly what Burn said. So expect something <laughs> fun from Burn. Um, we have really cool I want to BAs coming up. I, I, I'm happy <clears> we're bringing this segment back. Um, we have really, really interesting ones. And then the surprise guest we have for all of you. Uh, we have a friend. We have a mutual friend. Her name is Liz. Uh, we need to get more female voices in here. If you're if you're yeah. a female or identify as a female or whatever you want to do as a female, we need we need to have you on. Tyler said that we've been having a big time sausage fest over here, and I couldn't agree more. Yeah, we need Liz we need is a trip, to... guys. Liz so, is a trip. So Liz, Tyler needs to have his fucking finger over the beep button the entire time because Liz fucking drops bombs. <laughs> yeah that's it liz is, so it's gonna be a little nerve-wracking i think for the first maybe 10 minutes yeah liz is i think our friend from fuck dude 2007 or 8 man is it that that's, far back it's that far back man it's oh, not my. more than 2008 or 9 we've known liz for well over a decade that's safe mm-hmm. and liz is fucking wild so we're gonna bring liz on I don't think we're. I think we need a freestyle with Liz. Oh God, yeah. I yeah. don't think we tell. Uh, we don't. You don't tell Liz what to do. She comes on. She does what no. the fuck she wants. But this is going to be interesting because, dude, I've never actually talked to her. It's yeah. You should explain that. Like we, she's she does. She's an international. Yeah, uh, another international buddy. But I, yeah, we, I, we both texted. Yeah, it's always been That's by all. type. I, yeah. Like she knows, she knows what our voices sound like. We know what her voice sounds like, but we've never talked to Liz. And Liz is, I think, I think she's one of the funniest fucking people I've ever met in my life. Like yeah. she just says shit. She can bring it naturally. So, she can bring it. So we're gonna bring Liz on for a freestyle. <clears throat> uh, we have Seal coming up. Uh, we have some I wanna BAs coming up. We're going to talk about yeah. the 60s in episode 60, just like we did for episode 50. We're going to bring you guys the decade of the 60s. Um, there's so much cool shit coming up. I'm really, really excited. I'm sorry for ranting on and on, but this is just really exciting that we're getting into the next 10 episodes. I mean, we just did the the 10 of 50. Yeah. So, we, you know, that's yeah. it's really exciting. Um, what else is there? What else is there, Tyler? <laughs> uh, song of the day. Song of the fucking day, man. I have a good one. What do you got? I heard this on the radio. I haven't heard this on the radio in years, dude. So like, does that ever happen to you? And you're like, why don't I listen to the song more? Yeah. Kareth 101 champion. Yeah, right. (laughs) The song I heard randomly from beginning to end is a song by the White Stripes called Dead Leaves on the Dirty Ground. Yes. 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 Dude, totally channel surfing. And I heard from the first fucking stroke of the guitar to the very last one. And I'm like, I love this song. Yeah. With uh yeah, it's, uh, Jack White and his sister was that too. That they were the White Stripes. So right? they say they're brother and sister, they're ex-husband and wife. Oh, is that right? Yep. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, they were married. Meg White was her name. Meg. Meg White. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the White Stripes you? are solid, man. The White Stripes are fucking awesome. It's so yeah. different. You remember when they first came out, they had the song uh, Fell in Love with a Girl and they were like Lego in the music video? Yes. Yeah. They, that was, was such a very a, new sound when they started. It was so different and and yeah. we're like and they were playing as brother and sister and it was just like what the fuck what planet are these two people from? It was crazy. <laughs> but, yeah. And then Seven Nation Army came out and blew the the fucking lid off of everything. 
Yeah, Seven Nation Army, it's played in sports uh, arenas now, and that's our generation's We Will Rock You. Is that right? They play in sports arenas? They, they, they in, in If you're ever in soccer, American soccer, or, or European football, they'll yeah. all start do 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 like all of them oh, will start yelling that shit dude and like when you have like thirty thousand people yelling that it's fucking awesome wow wow okay yeah so seven nation army but yeah dead leaves on the dirty ground by the white stripes is my song tyler what do you got for us um okay there, there's a <laughs> lot of layers to this one so <laughs> it's it's heart of glass Okay. Uh, the, the Crab Tree remix. I don't know what that means, but it's by Philip Glass. If you know who that is, uh, who is that? He's a very he, he composes a lot of classical sounding music, but produces a lot of weird sounding shit at the same time. All right. Um, so he took Debbie Harry's vocals, composed new music, and somehow it's also a remix. I don't. I don't know, but it's it's a really haunting version of Heart of Glass. I'm going to so, check yeah. that out. I'm, I'm excited to check that out. Yeah. Um, so come back and see us. Episode 60, Team TNA podcast. Episode 60, we're going to have our brand new podcast cover art. We're going to talk to you about the 60s. We're going to let you know all about it. I think, Todd, were your parents also born in the 60s? Yep. Uh, dad's 50s, mom's 60s. Really? Mm-hmm. Man, your dad looks fucking great, dude. He's uh, Well, he's 58, so he's late 50s. Yeah, but still, man, like your dad looks great for his shit, man. Oh, thank you. I'll let him know. Your your mom too, obviously, but like I didn't know your dad was born in the fifties, man. Shit, dude. Like, wow. Yeah. So yeah, it's... yeah. That there's your fun fact for the episode. Yeah. I went an hour and nine minutes in. Now you know when our parents were born. And and but... also another fun fact about our parents, November's coming up. Uh Eric's mother and my father share their birthday. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Yeah. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Um but uh, yeah, yeah. So we're going to talk all about the 60s in episode 60. Come back and check that out. We're going to have, uh, what's a 60s term? Uh, it's going to be... Uh, it's groovy. No, it's groovy. It's groovy. It's going to be yeah. psychedelic. Uh, Tyler's going to wear his headband. I'm going to have my afro picked out. Uh, <laughs> we're going to be in a purple haze. Yeah, bring your bell bottoms. And uh, yeah, we're going to boogie nights. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sock it to me. <laughs> Bye, guys.